everybody today. How's everybody? All right. Good. How are you, Mark? Make your Excellent. voices out there, out in, all you podcast people on the on. You know, you're on the Mark <laughs> Sports Talk. If you did not know that, with your host Mark with a C right here, and I want to welcome you all to our hundred and sixth consecutive weekly show. How about uh-huh. that? All right. So I've been coming to the wrong place all these years. <laughs> well, you can leave right now if you want. Goodbye. <laughs> you want Alan more involved with this program, Alan. <laughs> so I just learned a little interesting fact that all sunsets in New York until August 11th are going to be after 8 p.m. Why? Okay. That's yeah, why. Because that's the, how the long the days are. On there, you know what I mean. So uh, daylight is the uh, is the word today. So you say the secret oh. word daylight. You win. A, you win. A, the, you win a money. <laughs> we win a, a med hat. Yeah, you win a med hat. So uh, I'm going to introduce you guys and just like say hello or something, but don't be too too long as I go around the board there. So I'll just say. So we have Stephen L. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Good. Great show. <laughs> All right, we got Stephen R. Everybody, hello. It's fun to be here. Okay. Don't wave because they can't they can't see the wave. <laughs> and we have Fred. Oh, hello, everyone. Fred from Glen Oaks. Great to be with on the Mark Sports Show. There you go. We have Michael. Welcome to the afternoon, everybody. The afternoon, everybody. We have Gerald with a G. Jerry Schwartz of Bayside, New York. It's great to be here after a Met victory. That's right. The Mets just won their afternoon game. So what are we now? 20-something? 20 23 and something? 22 and 11. Okay. So we got Danny. Danny. Here I am from New York Park. Glad to be here as often as I can. Most of the shows I've been here. Very good. And we have Alan sunbathing. Sunbathing. Yes, in the great outdoors. On the mark. Right here. Right here. And then we have someone about 3,000 miles away. We have Howie. Hey, it's Howie here in San Ramon, East Bay, San Francisco, East Bay. And it's not sunny here. It's cold. It's like barely 60 degrees and breezy. Okay. You have the heat on the house? Uh, yeah, oh, really? fans. Yeah, but but supposedly the next day or so, temperatures are going to spike up to the eighties. Okay. Well, and we have Roger the Dodger. Hey, Mark. Roger here from Forest Hills on the Mark Sports Talk. Nice to nice to see you out there. Then we have Stuart S T U. Hello, everybody. Hey, Mark. Welcome to On the Mark Sports. I'm here from Hollis Hills. Good to see you. There. We have Milton. Hi, I'm from New Hyde Park. Hello, everybody. Formerly of Bayside, formerly from another planet before that. And I'm wearing, very proud to have your shirt, Mark. Right. I'm wearing it too. I'm, I'm going to wear it in tennis. Good, 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 good. I, I don't see any <laughs> shirts on. A lot of you guys I know have the shirts, but you don't wear them. Okay. Too cold. Choice. Too I wear them to exercise. Cold. 
Okay. And we have Larry, who's the only Larry this week. Normally we have two Larrys, but we have Larry. So Larry from Forest Hills, who wore that shirt at the Borgata on the treadmill. So everybody could see it and enjoy it, except that there was nobody else in the gym but me. <laughs> but if someone did, if some didn't someone people as you walked in the hallways, they, they comment right. about it, right? You like to me. They right. Definitely, they, they comment, like, what the heck is that? And you did tell right. them. And we have Stephen G.B. Goldberg. What do you got? Oh, you're muted. Muted, muted. muted. Unmute yourself. Ah, I'm unmuted now. Good boy. I'm from Bayside. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be anywhere. <laughs> happy to have you here. Okay, guys. That's our panel right now. But we know we have thousands and thousands of people out there in Spotify land. We'll hear this show later. Again, welcome and have, hope we have a great show. Let's go on. Oh, by the way, um, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, we might have a guest speaker, uh, the minor league baseball player, formerly of the, um, what was he with? The Tigers, I believe, and maybe the Blue Jays. But uh, he will not be on till the fall. So... <laughs> If we're still on the air come God willing. September and I talk God willing, right? And all that stuff, Robert Nanden will be joining us. June 2nd, Michael Pollack, uh, the voice of the Long Island Ducks, oh. is definitely going to be with us on June 2nd. So be sure to tune in for that show, too. So we're up to Gerald's numbers report <laughs> this week. Gerald, your numbers report is sponsored by Red pens red <laughs> pens show number 106 take it away tell us about your numbers report uh this uh day i'm highlighting the 1952 mlb season first i'd like to go over the key stats give you the the national league leader and the uh, american league leader in each of these categories batting average stan musial 336 of course st louis cardinals ferris fane uh, Philadelphia Rays 327 home runs. Hank Sauer and the great Ralph Kiner each had 37 home runs. And Larry Doby of the Cleveland Indians or the Guardians had 32 home runs. And complete games Robin Roberts 30, Bob Lemon 28, Max Scherzer 18 lifetime. On April 30th, it was Ted Williams Day as Naval a Aviator and Second Lieutenant uh, Theodore Samuel Williams played in his final game of the year, going off to war in the going off to the Korean War. Sergeant Warren Spahn, who won his first MLB game at the age of 25, uh, tied a record with 18 strikeouts in a game on on uh, June 14th. Spahn pitched a complete game and lost in 15 innings, three to one. Spawn's home run account for the Braves only run. The Brooklyn Dodgers set a record with completing double plays in 23 consecutive games. Yankees edged the Dodgers four to three in the World Series. Joe Black became the first African-American pitcher to win a World Series. And Casey Stengel tied Joe McCarthy's record for four straight World Series. As we know, Casey Stengel had a stellar record as manager of the Yankees. He managed for 12 years. The Yankees got into 10 World Series. They won seven of them. And unfortunately, Mike, they did lose in 1960. But nevertheless, he had a great career. 
Because Thanks. he was totally blown away already and he didn't know how to use writing for <laughs> Not true, Mike. Look it up. That's not true. They started Art Dittmore game one, Jerry. Art Dittmore. They named, didn't they name a street after him in Astoria? Dittmore's Boulevard? They should have buried I don't think that was after him. But. Uh, maybe. You never, you never know. You never know. And I, I wonder if we can generate a list one time. Not today. Don't go look it up today, Gerald. But uh, a list of all the famous players that left and did some time in the service. Uh, you mentioned uh, Spawn. Spawn went to uh, off the service? Spawn went off the service. He was a sergeant. Did not win his first game until he was 25. And second Lieutenant Ted Williams went off to war in Korea. But nice. I like to see the list of players. Now, you know, we, we talk about certain players every you know who went to war missed those time and uh, their records could have been better but i want there must be a tremendous list of all Absolutely. those players not not the the unknowns okay we mentioned the unknowns we don't know who the hell they are but the, the name players i'd like to see that list one time okay something to look at okay so uh, thank you for that report gerald and we're looking forward to uh Next next week is uh, 1953. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this was a crazy week. I shouldn't say crazy, but a very uh, historic week in sports. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I always want to put down this day in sports, but some sometimes I'm like, I'm Lord, Lord, L-U-R-E-D, Lord. I guess Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. uh, I'm, I'm pulled away to jot down some events that happened since our last show on the particular day. Like, for instance, in on May 6th, today is the, the 12th, right? Yes. Uh, Yogi Berra's birthday. We all know that, right? Today, really amazing. Yogi Berra's birthday would have been 97, I believe. Got the anyway. same birthday as, got the same birthday as Willie Mays? Amazes May 12th. Amazes was last Friday. Today, today, May 12th. But May 6th, Babe Ruth hits his first home run ever at the Polo Grounds. Uh, May 6th, 1994. I still remember. He was a cub pitcher at the time. Former met Anthony Young. Remember Anthony Young? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. He had a losing streak. Losing streak. For, uh, lost 29 losses. games in a row. Yeah. But he finally won on May 6th of 94. He beat the Pirates 10 to 1. Now, um, Fred, being a, a, a resident of uh, Glen Oaks, yeah. I don't mind saying this to the millions of people who are listening right mm. now. Well, we'll be listening on Spotify, but I was also a Glen Oaks uh, resident, as you probably know. Yeah. And uh, one time the kids, my my kids were playing like Little League uh, game. Right. And they were hanging out in the oval. Right. Across from my I house. Notice sitting on one of the benches, the guy looked familiar. Yeah. It was Anthony Young. Really? Oh my! You know what he was doing? His day off. I think it was a Thursday. Mets were not playing. Yeah. He was a Met at the time. He might have been involved in that long losing streak. I do not recall at that time. But he was hanging out at the Oval, watching, yeah. watching the kids play. 
So definitely we took pictures with him and everything like that. So and, Whoa, uh, selfies. Yeah. No selfies in those days. Oh, okay. In those days. Okay, so that was cool. <laughs> On May 8th, okay, May 8th of 1906, Phillies manager Connie Mack yep. needed a substitute outfielder. And he was out of players, so he, he called on one of his pitchers, Chief Bender, who's in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. And Chief Bender went out to the outfield, which is cool. But he also hit two inside-the-park home runs once mm-hmm. he came in the game. Oh, I thought that was interesting. Did they win? Wow. Did they uh, win? I don't know if they won or not. But well, what good is that? Listen, hey, for his stats, he two inside-the-park. Chief Bender. And what was his OPS? <laughs> I think that much made in those days. Uh, in, in 1994, on the eighth, remember this team, the Colorado Silver Bullets. Yeah. Right. What do you know about them? They used silver bullets. They were with the Lone Ranger. Come on, there, uh, Michael. You should know the Colorado Silver Bullets. Were you in Colorado in '94? I've been in Colorado every year since 1980. All the right. Silver- so what? Who were the silver? The Colorado Silver Bullets was the first women's professional uh, baseball team uh, to play against men. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Well, there they were. They lost nineteen nothing to a men's team, uh, a minor league men's team that had Leon Durham. Remember Leon Durham mm-hmm. and Dennis Orkam Boyd. So mm-hmm. the ladies oh, lost nineteen nothing. They had two hits and struck out 16 times and made six errors. But the big thrill is a bunch of ladies played against the men. But they, they played silver bullets. They didn't write about that in the Boulder paper, I think. I, I don't know. Who knows where they played? <laughs> Colorado's a big state. Probably my high. Uh, on May 10th, here's a good one. I'm going to say something which will bring back memories. Uh, the, the Red Sox won their 15th straight in front of 64,000 at Yankee Stadium, but it was Ladies' Day. When's the last time you heard about Ladies' Day? Remember Ladies' Day at the ballpark? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 50 cents? They paid something, right? Yeah. yeah. They didn't come for free. Yeah. Maybe they did. I think originally, yeah. Maybe they came for free. A lady come for free. Yeah. I wonder when the last ladies' day was. All right. In 67, on still the 10th. I haven't even come to the 12th yet. Hank Aaron hits his only inside the park home run. Out of all the home runs he hit, he only hit one inside the park home run. Uh, May 11th of 71. I'll give you a pitcher's name. Steve Dunning. Not Jim Bunning, but Steve Dunning. Anybody remember him at all? Yeah. Played for Cleveland and he hit a grand slam. He was the last American League pitcher to hit a grand slam before the designated hitter. Wow. How about that? And, and also on May 11th, of I don't even have the year yet. I think it was 71 also. Uh, or maybe it wasn't 71. But Al Leiter, it wasn't definitely wasn't 71. Al Leiter no hits the uh, Colorado. As a Marlin. I didn't know Al Lida had no hitter. You know what I used to like about Al Lida? Mark, didn't he used to? 
a lot of times he didn't pitch to the really good hitters. He pitched around them. Yankees. Right? I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. But you know, when he came up, came up as a minor leaguer with the Yankees, right. some of you might remember this. He had his first baseball card. He was so proud of it, but it wasn't his picture. <laughs> you guys remember this? He no. had a baseball card, Big his first that. official baseball card. Imagine if you're a professional, if you're a kid and you make it and they make a baseball card out of you and it's not, your name is correct, but it's not your face. <laughs> Those are worth a lot, right? Mark? I wonder what that, and he went on to a nice career. So I wonder what that card is worth today. All right, today, May 12th, what happened? Anybody remember Sam Toothpick Jones? Sure. Yes. Huh? yes. Mm-hmm. He was the first African-American to pitch a no-hitter. Didn't realize that in 1955. Uh, but the ninth inning, he was a little hairy. He walked the first three guys that he faced in the ninth inning, and then he struck out the next three guys yeah. to get his no-hitter. Uh, in 1970, on this exact day, Ernie Banks hits his 500th home run. Now, Ernie Banks ended with 512, I believe. Is that correct? You guys, yeah. Right. So, which right. means Ernie Banks by 1970, 1971 was his last year of playing. Now, how many years ago that? That was like uh, seven, 51 years ago. Can you picture, right? You can close your eyes. Can you picture Ernie Banks playing for the Chicago Cubs? Either first base or even shortstop? Can you go back and remember that? You know, you know what I think about Ernie Banks? I can, and the interesting yeah. thing is he played more games at first base than shortstop. Right. Did he? Yeah. But he came yeah. up as a shortstop. Yeah. I think he was the MVP two consecutive years. He was. Yeah. As a shortstop. As a shortstop. You know what I think about Ernie Banks, he might be the greatest player in the history of baseball who played year after year in a real crappy team. Yeah. Right. Built right. it. Yeah, I just want to ask you, didn't Ernie Banks, if I remember correctly, he used to hit the ball wrist action? Yeah. Yes. With his wrists, not yes. with the arms, the yes. way a lot of the guys do. Like Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was yeah. Yeah. Thank you, right. Great player. And uh, yep. he's gone. Of course, he's gone. But, but 51 years ago yep. was his last game. So, Mark, Mark what? Al Leiter was 96. For the Florida Marlins. That was the United States. would be the Marlins. Okay. Yeah. Gerald. Yeah, I rooted for the Marlins that year. I rooted this for is, them in the this World Series. No wonder he pitched one. This is for the benefit of Allen. Bender's <laughs> OPS was 546. That's it. That's it. Jesus. That's it. That's it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be in the majors today. Well, he was a pitcher. Oh. And, oh, and, and 1912, he pitched a no-hitter on today. That's hmm. right. That's right. I left certain things out. In 88, San a, Diego had a rain out. You left the big one out, Mark. Wait, wait, wait. Get this. 78. Right. You, come back, you come back and tell me. Right. In, in 1988, San Diego Padres had their first rain out in 15 years. They played over 11, close to 1,200 games before a rain, that rained out a game. The best weather in the country. It California. doesn't rain in California. It never rains in Southern California. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> one day, one day I'll, I'll hit San Diego. You guys been to San Diego? That's yes. Beautiful. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, one day. Oh, nice. Very maybe nice. Somebody will get married and yeah. do a destination wedding in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, I got to go to Houston. 
Next year, I'll be doing, we'll be doing this show. I'll be in Houston and doing a Thursday show. Uh, if a show is on, because so, I'm going to a wedding out there. Not in okay. August, I hope. Yeah. Uh, the wedding <laughs> is in March. So in March. We'll find time to do the show out there. And in 2001, A.J. Burnett pitches a no-hitter for the Marlins, but he walked nine guys. What's the one I missed, Fred? In 1956, Carl Erskine pitched a no-hitter against the Giants. Ice. Oh, yeah. Ice. According to the post. We established he's still alive, right? Yeah. He's still alive. They named the street after him, and he wasn't asked to come to the dedication. Right. Gone. All right, Michael, your weekly rant time. You, You ready? Yeah, sure. You're, you're sponsored by this week by Teeth. All right. <laughs> I don't have too many left. Real or implants? No. <laughs> like uh, Bucky Beaver. Remember Bucky Beaver? Anyway, uh, yesterday I had a really nice day. I went to the stadium. There's nothing like going to a, a, the stadium in a beautiful day. Started out with my, I went with my son. We went to Starbucks. And then we went to the concessions. I bought my granddaughter a beautiful uh, little dress. She's two years old. Can't wait to see it. And uh, the, the game was great. And I remember I was walking around the concourse area and I was showing my son where the concourse plaza was. And I was telling him that back in the day when the game was over, we go out, we go out on the field, go through center field and walk to your car along the concourse and you walk with the ball players. So I was telling Jesse about all that. Anyway, my Rant basically today, just to be nice to uh, the Met fans and everybody, I'll start with the <laughs> negative uh, about the Yankees. And the negative that I've noticed, there are a couple of them. Number one, I caught Donaldson hitting a ground ball to short. The shortstop bobbles the ball, and Donaldson's lollygagging towards first, and he was out, and he did not hustle. And then my one of my favorite ball players in the Yankees, LeMayu, did the exact same thing. He just did not hustle, you know. So uh, not everything is perfect on the Yankees. And another thing that I worry about was last year they won 13 in a row, and uh, they had their crappiest stretch of baseball for the remainder of the season. But that being said, I was going to read this excerpt by Joel Sherman about the Yankees look like Amer- the American League's best team, but I don't really have to read this to you guys because you. Uh, see what's going on. And what it is with the Yankees, not only are they the best team in the American League, but their competition are getting worse and worse. There's not really uh, that great a team to worry about. The Red Sox are falling apart. The uh, Blue Jays don't look like the real competition for the Yankees. And now all of a sudden the uh, Rays are moving up, but uh, I think the Yankees will be fine with the Rays. So the only really uh, team that you have to worry about will be the Astros. And uh, I think the Yankees have more hunger. So uh, that's... Uh, what about the Twins? What about the Twins? And the Twins. And the, the, twins the Twins are up and coming. And you, and worry, the about the twins. you worry about the Twins because the Twins, for the last, I'd say, six to ten years, really have been smacked around by the Yankees more than any of them. Yep. So the Yankees uh, might have their work cut out. Yeah. Don't, discount, don't discount the Angels. Right. Exactly. The, the Angels... Uh, the Angels have two very, very scary players and in uh, 
Otani, yes. and for some reason, Trout is staying healthy. Right. So we shall see about the Angels. Sometimes but teams have good years, and the, the, they're right? a team of destiny. See your friend. See your friend. Don't uh, get but, uh, but I know it's early yet. Yeah. So right. uh, we shall see. But I'm really enjoying the uh, Yankee season and uh, what's going on with Judge. Judge. Uh, that, that game uh, the other day with Judge. I couldn't sleep at night after that. That was some heck of a game because of all the animosity. It was probably one of the worst. Um, I was very embarrassed for the umpires that game because the, the umpires didn't know what the hell they were doing. If you watch that game, you could see. And then at the end, you know, and then there was pluckings and then there were all kinds of things that went on. And then Judge hit the walk-off home run. Yep. And, and little by little, he's showing why he deserves everything he can get. He makes baseball. He is what baseball is all about. And he had that thing with that little boy, and he calls the little boy to uh, the uh, the dugout after uh, he, uh, he gets the ball from uh, a fan in Toronto. So a lot of good things. So I end with one of the things that I saw yesterday at the Yankee game. They had 10,000 children from, uh, it was called Bronx Education All-Star Day. And they had 10,000 children at the Yankee Stadium. And it warmed my heart. I've never seen so many students behaving so well and the teachers reacting so nicely to the uh, to the students and, and vice versa. And just a wonderful, you know, every once in a while you hear how our education system is maligned, but it's so nice when you see it's going well. And that's what I saw yesterday at the stadium. I had a very, very good day at the stadium. I just wanted to say, and I recommend anybody uh, who has the urge for uh, going to a really nice day at the ballpark, go to a day game, right? Whether it's, uh, the Yankees or, or the Mets, it's a very nice way to spend the day. And that's why I saw your pictures. And uh, they, by the way, they take the best kids. <laughs> they, they well, if you don't behave well or not asked to come to these games. I remember that. I was can they do that? so many times. We rejected a lot of kids. Can they do that, more? Uh, they can do that. They can do that. Really? Even in these yeah, days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By that the way, uh, uh, Mike Trout is the. Uh, is, is has been rated right now as the top pick for MVP so far this season. Uh, and um, one more thing that you mentioned, I wanted to comment. Oh, the umpires. Have any of you guys <clears throat> noticed or hearing stories <coughs> that the umpires are missing a lot of calls, like missing a lot of pitches, like well, all, way outside their calling the strikes. If you ever go on Instagram, any of you guys go on Instagram? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can avoid it. Okay. I mean, every fourth video is like, like a uh, an umpire blowing a call, <laughs> and you see the reaction of the uh, of the batter. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. In the old days, you never ever had had what had umpiring so bad. I guess it's because yeah. there's so many more teams now. When I was a kid, you only had. You only had 16 teams, so you only needed, what, eight crews? Yeah. But Joe, you got to remember, Joe, that they got a box now. They never I had know. a box, you I know. know. We, we listened to the umpire, made the call. He made the call. Yeah, they yeah. Show, they I show know. But you could always, even before the box, I mean, you could tell when, it, when a pitch was really missed. I mean, some of the stuff is really obvious. Hmm. Well, check out that judge game. That. I was embarrassed for the umpire. Well, I used to be an umpire. I couldn't make those calls that day. Yeah, it'll be a movie what he did. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to say when Michael was talking about the umpires the other day about about the ejection of the Toronto uh, pitcher. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, Garcia. My son brought home because he was the the pool reporter for the umpires. And I'm gonna I'll abbreviate the uh, quotes why the why why Garcia got thrown out. This is directly from after the game. A pool reporter from Alfonso Marquez it says earlier in the game there was some words exchanged between Donaldson and Toronto's catcher, so that definitely played into it. There were there were pretty strong words. Then you have a game tying home run in the second pitch which we deemed intentional, which was the reason for the ejection. All that really played into it. it. had nothing to do with Donaldson's reaction. It had everything to do with the game situations that led up to that spe- specific incident. What, what they do in, in, in Major League Baseball is they don't have – they allow one pool reporter after the game in the country to go speak to the umpire. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my, my son has done that, and, and then they bring it out and, and, and distribute the quotes to, to everybody in, in mm-hmm. controversial situations. So this was from Tuesday night's game. Hey, Larry. Uh, Danny has something to say. Uh, Getting back to the Yankees, uh, Michael, I didn't read the article. My wife did, and she pointed it out to me, that apparently uh, Aaron Boone, uh, part of his contract that he has, involves more of a free hand, that he didn't want to have such tight reins from management. And that's what's making him manage a team the way he's doing it right now. That was part of his agreement, apparently. My oh, wife read man. an article someplace about him, pointed it out to me. So that that's going to have an influence on how these are being managed and will be managed under Aaron Boone. That's, ab- uh, that's absolutely true. I've heard the same thing from reliable yeah. sources. You know, and, and that, needless to say, it makes a difference. Right. Yeah. He's got a tough job, you know. Deciding who's going to DH, who's going to play center. Well, right. Hicks is not hitting, right. so they put Judge out there, and who's going and to play yeah. front. And, all, and also regarding yeah. the kids and yesterday's game, it was made mention of it also by um, uh, by Michael K on the show on in the, in the televised portion. It says he when he he grew up in the Bronx, he was one of those kids also in his day that went to this type of uh, uh, ball games yeah. as well when he was a child. So it was interesting to see. And, and, of course, let's not forget that the mayor of New York City, Adams, threw a strike <laughs> in, in the honorary pitch, and then he was in the booth. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was an interesting interview with uh, Eric Adams. Okay. Joe? Yeah, I was just going to say, what Larry was talking about, that they have the box now. I was just thinking, do you think that has anything to do? Do you think it's bothering the umpires? It's, um, I mean, even subliminally or something? I don't think so. I, what I think is no. that we have all become, you know, uh, watchers yeah. of all of that. We watch that box. We see it, miss it by yeah. a eighth of an inch from yeah. tell them we yell at the TV about it. That's <laughs> what I think. I don't think the umpires are. They don't see that box or anything, but we... Yeah, but they, but they know it's it. there. They, they know it's there. there. They're, criticized. They're criticized. And, 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 the, and the thought of going to uh, the... Automated system. Automated system. Maybe that's yeah. a diss on them. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And uh, so in the back of them, who knows? I, who knows what's going on? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be an umpire with a pitch coming at 100 miles an hour regularly being able yeah. to judge it uh, properly. Yeah. Howie? Well, I think also what I've noticed over the years is that patches are uh, have 
perfected the art of framing yeah. the pitch, moving <laughs> the pitch. I mean, uh, Yadi and Molina has been doing it for years, but you notice a lot of catchers do it, and they do it so expertly that that pitches that could be called would be called balls in the, in the old days are called strikes. Yeah, they bring that glove up so quickly. Yeah, just, they move that glove instantaneously. But it's a real art. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, true. Hit the ball. Hit the ball so there's no problem. All right, let's move on. Um, Close to take. Yeah, stories by Larry from Fairfax. He's not here today. He's celebrating his 80th birthday. Oh, we huh. wish him a happy birthday. Uh-huh. And he'll, he'll have a nice story. Somebody older than me. So we'll have a story uh, <laughs> next week. All right, Fred, you want to yeah. talk about hockey and what's going on? Well, first, before we talk about hockey, I want to Talk a little bit about Bob Lanier, who going to all time NBA great, who, who passed away this week at the age all of right. seventy three. Right. A lot of people know about his NBA career: fifteen years in the league, twenty average twenty points, ten rebounds with the Pistons and Bucks. But for me, the b- biggest memory of Bob De- Lanier is 1969-1970, Saint Bonaventure, great year, on their way to the Final Four in the NCAA tournament. They beat. Davidson in the East Regional, who, by the way, was led by Queens' own Mike Malloy out of Bryant High School and North Carolina State. Next game, Eastern Regional against Villanova. They beat Villanova, but unfortunately, Bob Lanier has a collision with Chris Ford, who later became his teammate with the Pistons, and tears his MCL, meaning he cannot play the next week against Jacksonville. What I know I remember back then looking forward to that matchup, Bob Lanier versus, you guys remember, Otis Gilmore? Sure. Because I think St. Bonaventure would have had a really great chance to beat UCLA in the finals because UCLA centered, remember, they were between eras of of Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Bill Walton, and their center was Steve Patterson. And I think Lanier might have eaten him alive, and St. Bonaventure may very well have gone on to win the national championship that year, if not for that injury. That was their last hurrah. <laughs> no, they've had some good years since. They they did win the NIT a few years later, I think. With, with, nothing with, great. With, with, uh, they beat Houston, who had an Otis Bird song. So they, they've had some good teams. Right. 69-70 team. And Lanier is just a, was a great player and a great guy. And it's a shame he passed, passed away so young. Yeah. So I learned something about his feet. Yeah, everyone size, 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 but he was really 18. That's what All right. right. Now going on to hockey, the the Rangers kept themselves alive last night with a thrilling 4-3 victory coming from two, two, uh, down two, two goals. Game started off terrible. The first 24 seconds, they had two penalties, but they staved off a five on three uh, power play for the Penguins, fell behind two, nothing. And the young kids, Heidel, Lafreniere, and Capo were really great last night. And Shesterkin was great in goal. 
And now they got to they got to find a way to win tomorrow night in Pittsburgh and bring the, bring it back to the Garden on on Sunday for a Game Seven. They have they to can, find a way to right. win faceoffs. That's who. That's right. That's the biggest problem that they have. And I, I didn't hear I anything. Mean, I didn't hear anything today about Sidney Crosby's availability. He left midway through the second period with a after absorbing a hard hit by Jacob Truba, which to me looked legal. Some you know. Didn't what didn't didn't seem like a dirty hit, but if you're in Pittsburgh, they'll they'll tell you differently. But we don't know about his availability for tomorrow. At least I haven't heard anything today. If anybody else has, and but the Rangers were fighting for their lives, though they really kept that yeah. that puck away from Shesterk, and so you yeah. know they really played defense well, and 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 uh, they did a good job. It was a great game. Yeah, and another hockey note locally. This came as a surprise to me that the devil, uh, Devils, I mean, Islanders fired Barry Trotz as the coach. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, very, very weird. I mean, Lam, Lamarillo has done some weird things when it comes to coaches. Firing Robbie Petorek with eight games to go in the season with the Devils in a year they, they won the Stanley Cup. So, I, I don't know. He just, all, all he said was, I kept, uh, uh, when he, I, they, they need a new voice. Didn't really explain too much no and, and the other series outside of colorado manhandling um nashville winning that series four nothing every other series is three two yeah carolina and boston they play tonight in boston toronto uh i think tomorrow night toronto and tampa bay play and larry's minnesota wild will have to stave off we'll have to come back in st louis to beat to force a game seven tonight they lost at home the other night and then Edmonton, the Kings are up 3-2 against Edmonton. So we'll see what happens there. And, and the NBA, every series is 3-2. So there is a possibility in the NBA of Sunday being four game sevens. Mm-hmm. If there's that game seven, they will all be on Sunday. That would be great. But huh? I don't know if it's going to happen. Miami's up 3-2 against Philadelphia. They could close out Philadelphia tonight, as could um, – Whatchamacallit, it's uh, Phoenix against Milwaukee. I was very surprised by the result last night of Memphis defeating Golden State by 39 points. I didn't see the game, Howie. I put her on the score. This I was shocked at one time. I saw the score was 66-46. I mean, I know I know Memphis has played very well without Morant, who's out for the series. Yeah, you know, uh, in the regular season, but I'm still shocked and. Defending champ, the Bucks won one in Boston last night, so they can they can clinch against Philadelphia tomorrow night. I mean, uh, Boston tomorrow night, and we'll see. And the one story I really haven't been following, because frankly, I'm a little little tired of he- reading and hearing about him, is the press conference the Nets had yesterday. I'm a little tired of hearing about Kyrie Irving and mm-hmm. Nets getting James Harden, which I felt they gave up way too much for their future and and. I'm, I'm just I'm just sick and tired of reading about the Nets. So if anybody else has anything no, to say, no. please comment. Steven, I agree. Goldberg. I'm, I'm, I'm a very big hockey fan. That court, yes, been yes, channel serving since uh, quite a few of the games. Is you think there's any sport that has, is more difficult to win a championship than the Stanley Cup? Probably not. Yeah, it's probably uh, not. That'd be not. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a series. You got to keep winning those series. Michael, uh, you want to say something? No, I just, just want to say with, with, with Kyrie, uh, I was so much against that whole vaccination type thing, right? Either mm -hmm. you play for your team or not. And I, I really think that if there was a real coach with real power and real ability, mm -hmm. and, and even Durant, I cannot believe for the life of me how they could not get Kyrie to take his vaccination just for the good of the team. And what his behavior and his actions is what cost the Nets the entire uh, uh, chance of being deep into the playoffs. That's how good they were. And one, one last thing about the Ranger game. It was a, actually, it was a great game, but it was a boring, crappy game when the score was 2-0. Oh, and yeah. Right, right, right towards the end of the second period, it was goal, 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 goal. Goal. How many goals, right? Uh, the last oh, three, goals. Three, goals. Three, three goals. Three goals. Three goals in two minutes and 42 seconds. That was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. That was so crazy. <laughs> you know? So, uh, a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, if, they, if they win on uh, Friday, it will be great to see them uh, play game seven. And my, my bucket list still is that I'll be in Colorado late June. I would pay whatever it would cost to yeah, see an Avalanche versus Ranger Stanley Cup final at the 50 cents. Well, well, you may see the I, I Avalanche the way the way they man the way they man handled Nashville. They're the they're the uh, class of the league. Yeah. Uh, they look tough. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Mark, I have two uh two good reasons to root for the the Rangers. Yeah. One, I want them to win, and two, I do own stock in Madison Square Garden. Okay. I do. <laughs> there you go. Good for you. <laughs> Howie, you wanted to comment? I just want to mention about the Warriors. I watched maybe a couple minutes of that game. Yeah. I mean, they were behind by as much as 55 points with 40 seconds to go in the third quarter. Really? I didn't know that. 55 oh, yeah. points. And they committed 22 turnovers. They were out-rebounded 55 to 37, including 18 to 4 on the offensive glass. And the Grizzlies scored 19 more second chance points mm. and attempted 19 more shots than Golden State. I'm hoping that that's just a blip in the road yeah. and that they come back here and and win uh, win in here in San Francisco. But it, it it just goes to show you anything can happen. Yeah, that was a home game for the. Uh, uh, it was in, no, that was in Memphis. No. In Memphis. In Memphis. Okay. They come it, back it, home. It's almost as if they said, "We don't want to win here. We we want to win the series at home." So yeah, home. yeah. I mean, they, I'm sure they didn't say that. All right, they're the they're oh. they not the. Um, Memphis has the game seven in, in their place, right? Right, because Memphis yeah. was the second seed. The Warriors. Right, Memphis right, is right. The highest seed. All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens down the line. Uh, moving on. Uh, if you did not know this, and I have to give them equal billing, the WNBA oh, yeah, started their season. Right. Our team, the New York Liberty, they're one and one. <laughs> they're one and one. They won their first game, got killed in the second game. Uh, there was a story, a basketball story, which I'm trying to think if I remember this woman, basketball player, uh, basketball legend, female, Cynthia. 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 Cynthia, Cynthia Cooper. Cooper Dyke. So Cynthia Cooper is how we remember her. An early WNBA star, uh, has an Olympic gold medal, two national titles in college, and she won four WNBA titles. 
But as a coach, after her career playing, they say she's put her teams through hell. <laughs> Alleged uh, overt sexual language directed at both players and staff, including telling one player uh, that they had a known mental health diagnosis. Uh, this, I'm, I'm going to say this, but I really shouldn't. Uh, oh, you aren't depressed, was the her response. She's, and she says, you need a dick. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I know I've been out. This is Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper. She uh, was she was actually the best player in the um, she the early days. was the top star but Houston. She must have an issue as a, as as a, as a boss and she even yeah. told players uh, they're sorry ass virgins. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> she was one of the first stars of the league. Yeah. She was a great player. Uh, sorry to hear that. She called them retarded and once changed her voice and banged her chest and she says look at those effing retards I'm coaching. Is that some just of her players? Fun? Some of her players were forced to quit or even leave the sport altogether because the the emotional stress that she put on oh, them. Wow! Um, and uh, that's the she system. was one of the first great players in yes, that league. Yes. I'm sorry yeah. that so, but, yeah, doesn't yeah, always translate crazy. to yeah. coaching and and abusive. You know, I understand promoting women's rights, feminism, and I also understand gender, gender, gender issues and, uh, and sexual orientations, but abuse is not acceptable. It doesn't matter what, what orientation. Yeah. And that's woman on woman. It's too bad. Wow. All right, let's go back to baseball, okay? We're talking about the Yankees and the Mets. We started that. The Yankees have the best 30 game start since their best 30 game start since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, Mets wise, we didn't talk about this because it happened a week ago. That comeback the Mets had, I think it happened. Was that Thursday oh, night yeah. after our show? Yeah, Thursday night. They were down oh, seven yeah. in that tremendous comeback. And I keep asking people if they actually saw it live. Any of you guys see it live? You saw it live. You remember? Yeah, it was yeah. seven to one. I put it on, and in the most of us saw the um. The highlights afterwards. We couldn't believe no, it. I that saw the game on TV. Why watch it, right? Michael. I, I go I go on MLB archives and I rewatched it. And I enjoy watching the joy of the fan. Actually, what was going on was the fans are clapping, they're getting ready to win. And then each 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 uh, run that gets scored, they get a little sadder looking, a little more worried looking. But uh, what I do because I'm obnoxious is I watch both feeds. So first I watch uh, uh, you know, uh, Colin go bananas, and then I put on McCarthy, and uh, you know he, that's the other announcer from the, from the other team, and listen to this his sad ex- explanation how terrible it is, and I have fun with that. And if you ever get a chance, MLB archives, you go back to I think it has every game, you know, every game ever played, you know, back you know last last couple of years, very very cool. But that's what I did. I, I watched it. That was their biggest comeback <coughs> in 25 years. Yeah. They had gone zero and 330 when trailing by six runs. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Gerald. I saw the score of that game at 2 a.m. Friday morning, and I had an eye doctor appointment, and I asked them to check my eyes very carefully. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was reading. 8-7. <laughs> 
Yeah. Larry. <laughs> I just want to remind everyone that Tuesday night, the, hun- the Mendelssohn Men's Choir, with me included, will be singing the Star Spangled Banner at City Field Tuesday night. That so can you can see. Oh, so you, you got to be there. Show it on TV. Are you changing the rendition or it's the same old song? No, it's a four-part harmony, uh, harmony with the basic song. The basic song. Can I ask, can I ask Larry a question, if you don't mind, Mark? Good day, again. Uh, in the singing of the national anthem, because I took music in, uh, in high school, uh, when you sing the Rockets Red, how does it go? Uh, oh, yeah, when it goes, uh, banner, yet wave. My music teacher would go bananas if you go, banner. You had to have one syllable for bath in bath, right. right? Otherwise, a music teacher that's worth its salt would go banana. So the question to Larry is, your choir, is it banner or is it banner? No, just a banner without the ah. Thank you. <laughs> They're a professional. Uh... This will be our second year doing right. it. And at some point in August, we'll also do it at the uh, Coney Island Cyclones as well. Right. That'd be nice to go to. Yeah, yeah. No, all you gotta do is do Yankee Stadium. I, I tell you, if the weather is nice, maybe I'll come. I'm not buying a ticket. If that's why I didn't buy it, I'm not buying in advance. The weather's nice, maybe I'll uh, come out there next Tuesday. All right, Robbie Cano was finally released. It was designated ten days ago, supposedly. So they met, didn't make a deal, and uh, he went. Uh, he's free with 45 million remaining on his contract. But before the show, people were saying that, who's interested? Padres. Who do they, well, again, there's a designated hitter, but who do they have at second base? The Padres. Is it Cronenworth? No, they have the Pirates, the former Pirates, the second baseman. Um, Frazier? Is he playing with them? No, no, no. yesterday Cronenworth played. Cronenworth. Cronenworth. They traded that guy Frazier to Seattle. Okay, so Cronenworth is a star with them, huh? He's hitting 214 now. Okay, but I guess they don't have to carry his his contract. They get his dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Yeah, I think he's the greatest Yankee all-time second baseman. Pro-rater minimum they have to pay. Pro-rate minimum. So it's right, seven hundred. You know, just put him on the roster, let him play a little bit, and just got to cut somebody out of your roster there. All right, let's see what happens uh, if they sign him or not. And how about that comment, the, which he retracted, the Texas Rangers manager calling Yankee Stadium a Little League stadium because yeah. home run. Yeah. That was just in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Until the time that they happen to win a, a game at Yankee Stadium, then you won't say that. Mm-hmm. They hit the same home run yesterday, Mark. Same, same spot. Oh, no, right, Torres home. Just made it over. And, you know. no, no. Yeah, but it was a different part of the field. Yeah. It was a little deeper. Yeah. Yesterday's home run. The dimensions are the same for his team also. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right, right. at the moment, he's, he's low. Oh, brilliant. But but he re- judges, he judges home run was a little longer. Maybe they'll take Joey Gallagher. You say it, of course. Yeah. And how about uh, Noah Syndergaard? Opening up his mouth, surprisingly, and then he might have retracted it too, saying that his pitcher, who pitched a no hitter this week, Reed Detmers, a rookie, uh, was a real no hitter, not the Mets five pitcher. Oh, oh, oh boy, yes. oh boy. I don't know. They, they that grapes. That sounds like um, who was the Met pitcher last year? Oh, what's his name? Who's on the Cubs now? Um, 
They open their mouths up once they leave the Mets. I don't yeah, because yeah, they're this so Cine- wonder if Syndergaard will pitch against the Mets when the Angels come into town next month. Syndergaard was pretty outspoken with the Mets also. I was sorry to see him leave. I must admit that. I was a fan of his, but I can't believe he said that. Yeah. And did any of you guys see the home run that Ronald Acuna hit uh, versus the Braves last weekend? He swung so hard, he fell down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, did see it. Swung, swung around, and he fell down, but the ball carried out of the ballpark. <laughs> so here's something that I didn't, I didn't find the answer. I tried looking it up. I know some of you people look better than me. Uh, Chapman became the third all-time Yankee save. All right. Uh, on the yeah. list, he passed Goose Gossage. <coughs> Rivera is number one. Who's number two? Um, I don't know. I saw Louis Roy? I forget who it was. No. No, Roy wasn't there long enough. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, that's Marky um, Lyle, no? No. Uh, uh, who's the top three clubs? The Goose. I don't know. The Goose. The Goose no, is four. He's no, number three. Goose is four. Chapman's three. Rivera's one. We're looking for number two. Oh, uh, what's his name? Who became giant pitching coach for a long time? Oh, Rigetti. Oh, Rigetti, yeah. Rigetti, would he be there? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If you guys could look it up, let me know. Because I, I tried looking it up, and I couldn't get the right site. Uh, <laughs> Miguel Cabrera. Oh, shooing. For the Hall of Fame. He yes. now has 500 plus home runs, 3,000 plus hits, right then and there. He Then he added on 200 doubles in his career. You, Only wait, Hank you, Aaron and Albert Pujols. 600. 600. 600. 600. I don't know what I said, but 600 is correct. You have the answer? Mariana, Mariana Rivera, Sparky Lyle, and what's his name? Uh, Chapman. Uh, Chapman, though. And, and, and uh, Gossage. for oh, So it, it wasn't Rigetti. Okay. No. Rigetti was Rigetti's the fifth or sixth. So how about that on uh, on Miguel Cabrera? Just a superstar. Regarding Chapman coming in as a relief, man, it's, it's always a heart attack. Hmm. You know, I mean, you don't know. He's been perfect so this year. Hasn't he been Even perfect yesterday. this year? Seven for seven. Seven for seven. So. But it makes it hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, welcome so to close your world. eyes. The Giants do that every time they win a game. It's torture. Just and like he, familiar. Yeah. I used to be same Don thing. Stanhouse of the Orioles. I, I like yeah. to like. Uh, what, what did uh, what did Earl Warren Weaver call him? Six pack. Yeah. Two pack. He smoked full two pack. packs in the dugout. He bought him in. Had to go through a he full pack of cigarettes loaded, every time Stan and then he the side. <laughs> well, if I'm watching a game, not being at the game, because at the game, you know, I'm not there by the ninth thing. But if I'm watching a game, it's the ninth thing, and my team is ahead. I usually go get something to eat. <laughs> to go off, change the channel. And hopefully in, in 10 minutes, the, the inning is over, and I go check either on my phone. <laughs> Did they win? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go through my fingernails right through. Uh, yesterday, Christian Yelich yeah. had his third yeah. cycle. Good to see him. Imagine having three wow. cycles. That's Only, uh, let's see, Bob Musial, Babe Herman, Adrian Beltre 
who's on the uh, on the the door, knocking to get into the Hall of Fame, Trey Turner, and there was a guy in the 1800s, John Riley, are the only ones to have three cycles. He did it all against the Reds. That's right. That's all nobody. He's all against the Reds. Say him. He did it all against the Cincinnati Reds. Right, that was the note. Right, John Riley. But nobody has done it four times. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Congratulations, Yelich. He's like having a good year, which is nice to hear. Xander uh, Bogarts. Bogarts. Very good. Will be leaving the Red Sox pretty soon oh, if the, uh, the reports are, uh, are true. The Red Sox are not going anywhere right now. Yeah. And he's due big money, I believe, next year. You're even behind but the Orioles. thought that he could yes. be shipped on a Dead trade man. to the yeah. Cardinals because their sh- regular shortstop, Paul DeJean, Went to was the sent minors. to the minors. Sent to the minors. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. there's an opening for shortstop. And how about a trade? Give me, give me, give me some uh, kids. And you can have uh, Mr. Bogarts. Hmm. How about that? And hmm. the Mariners are coming to play, I think, the Mets this weekend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this weekend? Yes. Yeah. So it's the first time since the trade that Robbie can know. Oh, he's no longer there. Right, right. Edward Diaz, Diaz going yes, against yeah. his former team. And that Jared Kellenick going against the Mets because I think he's playing every day right now. I don't think he's doing so good, but he's playing every day. Hmm. Every story on that one. That'd be nice into into league series. How about Bogarts for Lindor? Yeah, I'll do that tonight. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're, who wants to pay three hundred and forty million? Right, right. Nobody. They have to give money. The Mets. Right. The solid two twenty. Did you know that Alex Rodriguez's nephew is playing in the major leagues? Yeah, I saw no. some with Miami. Joe Dunan, D U N A N D, hit a home run over the weekend. So he's. Uh, 695 behind his uncle. <laughs> and did you hear Mark Teixeira got his degree? Yeah. He went back to Georgia Tech and he got his degree. Good boy for that. Boy. That's nice yeah. to hear that. Uh, Major League Baseball is going back to London in 23. And they haven't oh. been there since. Remember that a couple of years ago, the Yankees and the Red Sox, where they oh, yeah. scored 50 runs in a four-game series? Yeah. Big time. So they're going to go back in 23. And did you hear the story about Tom Seaver and the statue? No. No. I heard something yeah. was wrong. Yeah. yeah. On Caught his back something. of his jersey. You know how you make the number, I'll put it here if you can see it, the number four? Yeah. That's how a four should be? This yeah. is how the jersey no. is. That little, um. that little thingy is not on the back. Uh. Go get some clay. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Get a sharpie and let Trump do it. And did you hear the story that James Madison University, this college, has canceled the remainder of this season as the school tries to cope with a suicide of one of their star players? Mm-hmm. Warren Bennett, sophomore catcher, cleanup batter. Committed suicide. Mm. I also I also hear that Winona Judge committed suicide. Now I know Naomi Judge. Naomi. The mother. The mother. Mother. Mm. Why? 
She was depressed. Oh, get that depressed, depressed, years. depressed, depressed, depressed. And how about the story with this little league kid? This little league kid, Lazar or Laza Lapeta. Ten years old. Yeah. On the field, he died of an epilepsy epilepsy oh, yeah. seizure oh, running to first base. Long <clears throat> he wore number nine, but he was 10 years old. But previous to that, he wore five when he was five. He wore six when he was six. Uniform number. Father was the coach. He wanted to still be a senior, a single digit, even though he was 10 years old. And uh, he died of the sheer excitement of hitting the <laughs> ball and running to first base. What, did they, did um, they know he had that opposite? Yes, he he did. They did. Sure they they did. did. Father was yeah, the coach. Knew. Yeah. yeah. He, wanted to, he wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to play. I okay. understand Let's that. Let's go any more baseball yeah. news. That's all I have on baseball. You have something there, Fred? No, just you were talking before about Jared Kalenic, what he's doing. I looked in the paper. He's hitting 140. <laughs> yeah. So so I don't know if he's even playing for that. Good is the star of that uh, the train. And Seattle's yeah. lo- and Seattle's lost eight of the last ten. So, oh yeah, yeah, Michael. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I read that Tanaka's having a great season in Japan. Yeah. yeah. But the Reds won a couple of games, didn't they? I haven't. I haven't seen Tanaka yet pitch in a Japanese league. Yeah, you're gonna flip on that uh high number 590 something, 597. Yeah, you see the nip on the yeah. professional baseball. You may right. catch it every now and then. Let's good. go on to football. Oh, you want to one, one, uh, one last thing? Uh, the best division, baseball. how oh, come? Oh, oh, Milton, hold on. Uh, oh. Howie, go first. Uh, uh, the best division. In the major leagues, the yeah. only division where every team is above 500 right. is the National League West. Yeah, Arizona's playing great. Arizona was, you look at that team, nothing. All above 500. You know, every team above 500. Yeah. The best division. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the standings now. Milton, good. Just wanted to ask you, all these batters, especially the Mets and Yankees that are being hit, how come when I used to watch baseball, whether it was Bob Gibson, Sal Magley, Ryan Duran, Don Drysdale, early win, they could throw the ball under somebody's chin and not hit them. Either the batters, it's true, either they had better control or the batters are digging in right on top of home plate like Joey Gallo. But do you remember? I don't ever remember those pitchers even being thrown out of a game. They say early win would knock down his own mother. That's yeah. right, win a game. If, if, if I may, Bill, I tell you an experience that I had. A few years ago, I went to uh, Dodger Stadium, so Reservoir, and uh, Callie and I had a seat watching a Dodger Giant game, and we were right by the visiting dugout, not the dugout, but by the visiting uh, bullpen. And I was watching the, the catcher and the, the bullpen catcher warming up a pitcher from the Giants. His back was to the field. He wasn't even looking at the pitcher. He just had his glove out. And the pitcher was able to hit the center of that glove every right. time. Mm-hmm. These professional pitchers are so accurate that that's when I realized they can do whatever they want. The percentage chances of them having a a, 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 a a missed pitch 
maybe 5%. It was just incredible. That's how close I was. It was just like we had the two seats before the wall that would go into the <coughs> bullpen in at Dodger Stadium. And I was watching this thing instead of the game. It was just absolutely amazing. They're so very you accurate. So you don't believe that the feel of the ball is different this year? Well, the feel of the ball could be different, but the accuracy is just unbelievable on these top pitches. That's why they're, that's why they're top pitches. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the bullpen catcher was looking at the game with a glove in front of his face, and that, that ball was hitting every single time the middle of the minute. Milton, it's a different game today than they played in the early. That was, what, that was in the early nineties. Yeah, Danny, Danny, I remember going back to the fifties, right? Danny, I remember Ryan Duran throwing the ball into the stands over the guy's head in his warm-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 purpose, I heard. Yeah, yeah. 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 purpose. Yeah. No doubt. He might have been drunk also. Yeah. 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 Yeah, one other baseball item, uh, having uh, Jim Cott has written a book and also uh, he's getting into the Hall of Fame and he's making the rounds on the radio. And I was listening to an interview and uh, he was talking about, so he played in the 50s, 60s and 70s and into the 80s. Very, very interesting uh, life and, and uh, very, very talented pitcher. Borderline nip and tuck to get into the uh, uh, Hall of Fame, but now he's gotten in in the, seniors, in the senior level. But uh, they're talking. He's talking about the uh, ball players from the olden days and the ball players from today. And he admits that the ball players in the olden days couldn't hold a candle to the talent and the ability of the baseball players today. Although he does admit that the game was better back in the old days, and he calls the players of nowadays science projects because of the t they take all the uh, uh, pills and they know how to work out and stuff like that. They call them science projects. Very interesting. If you get a chance, listen to uh, Jim Picot's interviews. Meanwhile, the the uh, let's say out of all the ball players today, and take 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 the last player on each team, their minimum salary is probably more money than these pitches like Ryan Duran ever made in his life. Oh, sure. Inflation adjusted. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, is. yeah, you could say that, uh, again. Fred. Yeah, just as an aside on that Jim Cott book. My son did the fact-checking for that book. Okay. Like wow. he, he just finished fact-checking Cleon Jones's uh, autobiography of Cleon Jones as well. He's, he does a lot of that stuff. So, wow. They pay him for that, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Triumph, <laughs> Triumph Books in Chicago. Very good. Hmm. All right. Let's nice. go on to uh, football. Uh, the complete schedule for the next season supposed cool. to come out today. I don't know if it already did. Did anyone hear anything? Yeah. I, I heard the Giants are going to play Dallas on Thanksgiving in Dallas. Mm. Yeah. Was me. Let's see what happens. What about the Kentucky Derby? Aren't you going to deal with the Kentucky well, Derby? Let's do football yeah. first, and we'll do the Derby. Oh, okay, okay. I'm getting it. You know, I get a priority here. Yeah. Football. Yeah, I was down at a horse, Larry. <laughs> that Larry, horse yeah. is not running in the Preakness. Did you hear that one? No. 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 Horse that one no. is not running no. the Preakness. So how about that? No trip. Anybody no have any money plan. down on that horse? Nobody. None of you guys picked that, did they? Anybody because picked the, that horse? It wasn't running. It wasn't right. running. It wasn't running. One of the horses that came in there, but I think didn't know to the day before. Anyway. 21, 3, 10, and 12. Those four in order. 
How yeah. much did they pay? $301,000. How much? $301,000. Oh, $321,000. I forgot the $20,000. I know it was $300,000. Let's finish this football here. And Tom Brady, after he finally retires, is going to make more money as a Fox lead analyst than he makes as a football player. You know what? That's, That's, how misleading. Much him. That's misleading. And I'll tell you why. Okay, tell he me. purposely yeah. took less money for salary caps and everything else. Okay. And look at all the endorsement money he made. Yeah. You know... Either way, fine. He's gonna, he's gonna continue. Apples and apples. Some of you people wanted to see him leave and never see him ever again. He'll be there. <laughs> Why? He's a talent. Get away from him. He's a talent. We never heard him as a, as an analyst. Have we ever heard him talk as an analyst? Who knows if he could talk? Who knows if he could talk? Is right, but they're they're giving him all this money. Yeah. Why not? They must know he's Tom F and Brady. He's Tom right. Goat Brady. <laughs> yep. And watch him make a movie next. Watch this. Now, there'll be a movie. Of course, there'll be a movie. Yeah. There'll be a movie. Yeah. yeah. So, interesting. I, I, I'm trying to figure this one out. In, in college football, the Atlantic Coast Conference. Anyone read this? Yeah, it came out in yesterday's paper. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a college uh, conference. They have two divisions. I don't right. know what... They call them coastal, and I think Atlantic. I'm not sure exactly. Coastal and Atlantic. And a schedule comes out, and you never play everybody because there's too many teams. Right, 15 teams. teams. So they're considering a system. They call it the 355 system. You play no conference, no conferences at all. One conference. You play the same three teams every year. You play five different. You play five different teams year one. You play the remaining five teams year number two, and you flip flop them back and forth. Anyone you read about this? No. no. All right. Probably have natural. <laughs> probably have natural rivalries. Yeah, but uh, this is how they play everybody, and uh, to eliminate the two different conferences, <sighs> the ACC is going to try that. Okay. Uh, USFL. Anybody? Anybody still? Anybody watched it yet? No. There's sure. four Thank games you. already. You know the. You know uh, the Generals. The new our team. The Generals. Our team. The, the New York team. Yeah. Jersey Generals. They're in first place. Who cares? They're gonna have a parade in Birmingham <laughs> if they win it all. Birmingham is really good. They're four and zero. All right. The Kentucky Derby. We said. Yeah. Okay. Race. Will not run in the Preakness, so there's no triple crown this year. That's mm. what I read today. Oh. Uh, in tennis, if you didn't follow over the weekend, this is there's this kid, Carlos Alcarez. Did I pronounce that correctly, Danny? Alcarez? Yeah. yeah. From Spain. He's 18 years old. He's the next superstar, as, as you know, uh, Nadal. And 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 uh, Djokovic okay. finally fade out due to age. He's he beat he beat Nadal last weekend. He beat Djokovic last weekend. He, won, he beat Zverev. He beats uh, Zverev. So he's nineteen. He's the new generation for superstars. So Carlos Alcarez. 
guess we'll be hearing about him if you follow the sport. And did you hear Craig Carton with Carton and Roberts? Yeah. He's going to have another show besides his Carton and Roberts show from two to six. Another show not to watch. He's going to do another show on TV, (laughs) Fox One morning show. That's going to be opposite Boomer and uh, Giannotti. You know, really? what me with, you know what bothers me about that? When is he going to hang out with his family and his kids and stuff like that? Is it, is the morning show or night show? The morning show is over at 10. Guy should have no place on the air. He has four hours uh, to go home. Whatever. Maybe he maybe he'll broadcast from home. I don't know. Nah, he's not going to go home. Okay, but after, after his his Carton and Roberts, he has to go home, though. Who cares? And he's competing against his old partner. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jerry, his old partner, is not on the air because he has COVID. Yeah, yeah I think you're right, Mike. You're correct. But any of you guys listen to uh, Boomer and uh, Giannotti? No. I think they're pretty good. I like them with that. I, I, I don't like Carton, so it's refreshing in the morning to hear them. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 know she, I, don't, I don't like them. I don't listen to them. Neither do I. I do something else. Cheeky, Cheeky and Tyranny are great. Cheeky and in my mind... At night, sa- overnight, Sal Cotter is the best talk show. Yes, that was good. Mm-hmm. You turn the radio on overnight to go to the bathroom on my way. I yeah, put on my you put it on, and Mark. And sure. Yeah, the answer is yes. Do you do Michael K or you do uh, Carton and the Roberts? I, I do. I do Carton. I do flip flop. Flip flop. Wouldn't no, almost all Carton. Carton Wouldn't listen to one word of Carton. I find him entertaining. I like Evan Roberts a lot. I find Cotton disgusting. He's a jail Roberts, I think Evan Roberts is better alone. Yes. Let him just talk sports. That might be the deal that they have. I don't know. But uh, when, when Roberts is alone on Saturday morning, yeah, he's, uh, good. he's fine. But he's taking a back, back seat to, to Cotton. And I guess that's part of the deal. Cotton has Paying no him well. He's, there's Ain't no business. Well. Insults too many people. He's very insulting. Yes. Shouldn't be on the air. People he like that. On the air. People like that. Well, people yeah. are idiots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another radio <laughs> question. Joe, and, Joe okay. and Evan were terrific, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and Evan. Because of sports. He talks sports. Yeah, Mark. Hey, Mike, you know, again. Yeah, I, I recently discovered on my radio, you know, uh, HD uh, one and HD two. So in other words, you can listen to WFAN on HD one. And you get Roberts and Carton, you have uh, Boomer, you know, all the stations that you're familiar with. But if you flip around your radio, HD2, you got Sal, uh, Mar- uh, Medella, you got, uh, uh, what's her name is back? The one uh, who just got, uh, what's the one who was with uh, Eleusis is back on that station. Oh, you get uh, Jim Roman on that station. And it's still called WFAN. I could not believe I found such a station, but the, it's called CBS Network. Yeah. yeah. And they, Maggie, yeah. Maggie's been on one of those shows too. She's on TV at three o'clock with uh, some somebody yeah. named forget his last name is Perloff on right. Yeah, on, uh, I'm sure her ratings are terrible. Yeah, but yeah, but it's an intelligent show. They talk sports it's, instead of insulting people. Instead of insulting people and 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 making disgusting jokes about women like Cotton does. He should be yeah. thrown off the air. Ridiculous. Okay, really, when he talks about Disha thoughts like that. Right, Fred. I thought Joe and Evan were terrific. Joe and Joe and Evan were great because they were yeah. more into sports, and Joe Benino's passion came. I came miss Joe and Evan. Well. Boy, yes, Cotton is an insulting piece of crap who shouldn't be on the air. The jailbird. 
But I understand he 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 logs into this uh, Spotify, so we just talked about it. Well, but he good. probably won't get that far. Good. He probably listens to the first part of the show. Tell him that to his face. <laughs> All right, guys, let, let's go on to uh, at the end of the show. Let's go on to our trivia questions, and I uh, hope we have a nice uh, round on this. Let's see if we could stump our uh, our panel. And Michael, you want you go first? I have a, a question, and I'm I'm surprised. Uh, actually, I'm, in a way, I'm happy that Mark in his research in baseball did not come up with this one before uh, I'm going to get to my trivia question. But here's my question. Uh, who is leading the major leagues in batting right now as we speak? Batting average? Batting average. Batting 385. He's a former American League All-Star now playing in the National League. It'll blow you away when I tell you. All right, who is it? Manny Machado. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, good start. San Diego? Yeah, you get the good start. You, you, you get up there. Yeah. Good for him. Right. Uh, who else? Okay. Uh, Gerald, you're up. There were four outfielders who had 2,400 hits, 350 home runs, and nine gold gloves. Three of them were Willie Mays, Al Kaline, Ken Griffey Jr., and the fourth one was... What was the question? Wow. Question was: it, uh, <laughs> There were four hits. outfielders who had twenty-four hundred hits or more, three hundred fifty okay. home runs or more, and nine Gold Gloves. Willie Mays, Al Kaline, Ken Griffey Jr. were three of the four. Who was the Col- Colavito? Jerry, the White Evans. No. Colavito. Garrett. No. Hank Garrett. No. Um, Not in the Hall of Fame, right? No, I'll, I'll give you initial. T.H. Tommy Henrik. No. Not Tommy Harper. T.H. No. I'll give you the first name. Tory. Hunter. Tory Hunter. Hunter. Yes. He just, wow. he just faded from baseball. Yeah. yeah. He just faded. Some guys just do that. They, you know, they just disappear. They're not, they don't announce their retirement, but they're not there the next season. Yeah, but you're a team and they, they miss you. All right, who's got a question? Thank you for that one. I got one. Uh, who was the backup first baseman to Gil Hodges and, and the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, back in the days? In the, I guess, the 50s. Oh. And later went on to become a TV star. That was the Chuck Connors. That's Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors. Connors. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went that down. How about this one? Who was the first American League pitcher to win 20 games? Wait, wait. The first American, American, American? American or American League? African American. Who was the first African American to win 20 games in the American League? And the first to win a World Series game for the American League. That's it. Anybody? I repeat it. The first African-American pitcher to win 20 games in the American League. And he was also the first to win a World Series game for the American League. Initials J.G. And he had a, a nickname. Oh, Jim, Jim Grant. Interesting thing about that. Looking for him. Okay, Gerald. The shortstop who won a Gold Glove award at the age of 39. Ooh. 
Pepperuccio? Jim Cotton? Pepperuccio? No. Is it Omar Viscal? Viscal? Yes, Viscal. Omar Wow, Viscal. he was 39. Yeah. Wow. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. He'll never get in the never get in the Hall of Fame, the poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at her. Okay, mm-hmm. Milton, you got one? Milton, you have a question? Yeah. Which uh, NFL team appeared in four super straight Super Bowls from 91 to 94 and lost them all? Bill. Buffalo, Bill. Buffalo, Bill. Buffalo Bill, right? Correct. Jim okay. Kelly. So yeah. let's Brown, spend a billion and a half dollars per state. Marv Levy, Marv Levy was the head coach. Marv Levy, yeah. Did the Broncos lose four in a row? I don't think so. I don't think they lost four in a row. But did, I don't think no. anybody ever lost four in a row. Yeah, except the Bills. Name the first pitcher to strike out 100-plus batters in 20 consecutive seasons. Wow. Don Sutton? Don Sutton, you got it. Very wow. good. Very good. Good get. Who else? Come on, come on. You got to have these questions. Yeah, Gerald. The only pitcher whose team went 5-0 and in win or go home postseason games that he started. Whitey Ford? No. What year? Well, five and zero, oh, so it's a number. It's a, I think it's a number of years. Oh, oh so it doesn't have to be. I'll same. give you initials. CS. What era? We're talking uh, uh, two thousand or so, two thousand ten around there. CS. That's, that's surprising if you yeah. give us a uh, a recent. Kurt Schilling. Yes, Kurt Schilling got the CS. I was yeah. going to say that. Damn. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Uh, what pitcher won 20 games in four years in a row, then lost 20 games? Robin Roberts? No. He won 20, 20, 20, 20. And then for the fifth year, he lost. Bye. W.W. Wow. W.W. W.W.? Initials. Wow. What team? White Sox. Oh, yeah. Wilbur Wood. Wilbur Wood. Got it. Got it. And Fred? What pitcher for the Mets? I think he was an original Met. If not an original Met, he was on a team the year after. Later became a congressman. Oh, wow. Bunning. Bunning. He never pitched for the Mets. He became a Met. Jim Bunning. No, he was never a Met. Bunning did become a senator from Kentucky. Yes, yes, predecessor to Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul. But so this was a an early Met who became a Jay Hook congressman. I'll give you a hint. He was he was of the no, he was of the same political bent as Jim Bunning. Wow, initials. His his real name. Was W M, but he had a very unique, unique nickname named Mark after Del, Mike Dell. Yeah, Vinegar, Wil- Wilma Vinegar Ben Mizell. Ben Mizell, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. wow. I think he played in '63 for the Mets. I'm not sure. Yeah, as I said, I, I don't remember if he was an original Met, but I know he played in the, was like the second year. Yeah, he played with the Pirates too. I remember. Yeah, yeah, been around a while. Yeah. Oh, still, I got a question. Okay, what do you yeah. think? 
Who holds the record for the most home runs in consecutive games? Like two people tied. Dale Long. Dale Long and Mattingly. Dale Long and uh, Mattingly. Mattingly, Mattingly, I thought, and Ken Griffey Jr. both had eight. Didn't, I think so Dale Long did also. Didn't, they, didn't Dale Long have eight or seven? I didn't see his name. Maybe, I'm, maybe you're right. Maybe Dale, Dale Long had eight. Or two no one's done nine. No, that's right. No. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'll go again. Michael, Who's... do Michael then Milton again. All right. Which one do you want? Me or the other Michael? You want me? All right. Uh, what first baseman did got what first baseman got injured and Don Manningly replaced him and the rest of Manningly's career was history? Balboni? No. Who's that? Balboni? No. No. Nope. He had a famous son. What was oh. it? All-time great, famous son. Mike Hegan? No. no. Oh, he had a son. He had no. Got me. What another hand? The uh, the son's the son went by his same name as the father, but he was called Junior. Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey, right? Oh, um, all right. Ken Griffey was playing first base for the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Oh. Man, Mil replaced him. Okay. Milton, got yeah. Good question. Milton. One question: Who? What was the year? And who defeated Muhammad? Who, who uh, gave Muhammad Ali his first defeat? Uh, beat him. Defeated him. Sphinx. Sphinx. No, Sphinx was later. Ted no. Norton. Was it Norton? No. Wait, no. Sonny Liston. Frazier? Wow. Yes, Frazier, 1971. You know, I used to watch the fights in the Fresh Meadows movie theater. Oh, yeah, yeah close circuit. The one, one that I remember so much yeah, was yeah. the fight with Ken Norton. I watched that in Fresh at the theater. And I'm not sure that Ali even beat him, but they gave it to him. Ken you Norton. Know, I used to be, when we were younger, we would know the heavyweight champion of the world. Does yeah. anyone know the heavyweight right. champion of the world now? Some British no. guy. Isn't it? Why is that? Why don't we know the heavyweight champion of the world? Right. Isn't it Tyson Fury? No. So I don't think it's Tyson Fury anymore. No, I think it is. That's what I mean. I don't like it. Yeah, but then again, yeah, they have all these different divisions. Right, right. All right, what else? All right. A couple more, we can call it a day. Oh. All right, Gerald and Fred. Yeah. So there were there were three players that had eight uh, home runs in eight consecutive three. games. Ken Griffey Jr. did in 1993, Don Mattingly in 1987, right. and right. Dale Long in 1956. Oh, I didn't hear oh. okay. you. Missed. Okay. I missed the third one, Mr. Long. Fred? Okay. What original Met had a nickname? His one-word nickname is the same word as sometimes an action taken by law enforcement. Arrest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arrest? Arrest? No. no. <laughs> what's the what's the word? Uh um spread them. No. No. <laughs> Uncle? <laughs> no. He had a nickname. Yeah. Surrender. His, his real his real name's initials are SJ. Sherman Jones? Roadblock? Sherman Roadblock Jones. Right. Roadblock. Roadblock Jones. <laughs> Very difficult getting his Mets baseball card, but I found it somehow. Go ahead, Michael. Who did Cassius Clay fight in order to fight Sonny Liston for the heavyweight championship? Chabers? 
Was it Doug Jones? Doug Jones, good. Uh, I I remember it was in eighth grade. I lost my first bet. Bet somebody a dollar. I said Doug Jones was going to win. We knew all those matches back in the day. We don't know what the hell is going on in boxing. Right. Doug Jones actually should have won, but they gave it to Ali. He was up and coming. All right, boys. It's it's that time to say bye-bye. Another week has gone by. Bye-bye. So long. Thank you for joining us. Uh, What show is this? 106. When we had the double digits, I knew the number right away. Now I got to look at the number. <laughs> show we're up to. Uh, but I thank you guys and have a fabulous week. Uh, Pleasure. You too, Mark. You thank you. Next thank Thursday. You. Be good and uh, stay easy. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay You're thank you, Bye. Jerry, I'll see you in school. Be in school, right? All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you all. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Be well.